Hey y'all, this is Blooming in Process. I am back again. I feel like I am ready to share with you guys again. I mean, the last time that we were together, I shared with you a word of that word that God shared with me. If you haven't, haven't listened to it yet, it's called um, God Speaks the Shift. And it's a specific word that I feel like he gave to me to share with you guys um, in this season, in this year, and that we really need to get into our position. So if you haven't heard it, go listen to it um, on the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic that um, I'm excited to talk about because I think it's going to transform your life if you actually apply the principles. Anything I share, it is to help, empower, inspire, educate, or give to you what God gives me. Um, to help you in your life, in your everyday life. So um, whenever you're listening to this and whenever you are like, you know, going about your day, whether you're driving in your car, whether you're on your lunch break, it is my hope that you will hear this, these podcasts and leave feeling empowered and inspired to live a great life and to live a life that is submitted to the will of the Lord. So today our topic is going to be talking about Humility. Oh my goodness, guys. Humility. And I so think this is like a such a necessary uh, topic, like definitely for our generation, because I think that sometimes when, uh, you know, humility and pride and arrogance and all the things that in that particular area of, of topics, um, they've been around forever. But <laughs> there are certain things that certainly have expose them more and have made them, I believe, um, even bigger issue than they used to be before we had certain technologies. I think that, um, in the past, I feel like, um, arrogance and pride weren't as, uh, obvious because <laughs> you, you weren't around people all the time. You can see what they were doing in certain times. So they're, whoever they wanted to be in front of you was whoever they wanted to be. And that's still the case. However, you can definitely see it a lot more now uh, that we have social media and what people like really gravitate towards or even like the what they put their trust in and what they what feeds them. Because um, what breaks my heart is these stories that I hear about people committing suicide because their follower count went down or because they didn't get a certain number of likes or because of the what somebody said on social media that they ain't never met, that they don't even know, you know, um, it really affects them. And but that, you know, where does that come when it comes to like pride and and um, God rest their souls, like, you know, just. I'm praying for their families, obviously, but we're just thinking about um, the topic of humility and how we can be transformed living a humble life and a peaceful life, you know, uh, for for our, our communities and our families. So how to have how humility can transform your life. I'll tell you my story. Uh, yeah, God definitely humbled me. <laughs> Like, I feel like when I was in my 20s, I don't know, I graduated from college and I got, a, I, I got laid off from my job, my first job out of college, I got laid off from it and it was like a rude awakening to the real world 
And that wasn't my humbling experience, though. My humbling experience, I feel, came um, years later when I feel like God was trying to use me in the earth, but I wasn't fully ready and I wasn't fully submitted to him. And um, like I got a lot of, you know, it was, it was great. It was like a huge success, you know, event seemed like it was, but I felt like it was so... Like, there were so many flaws in it, but I couldn't see beyond that because, again, I was looking at myself and not looking at the Lord. And I just remember that season of humility probably started there. Like, and everybody tells me all the time, like, the way they view me is not how I was viewing myself. And even now, like, people, like, somebody posted something the other day. I'm like, what in the world? Like, my standards for myself versus what everybody else's standards for me is totally different obviously because um people are impressed by something that I am not impressed by and it's because I have transformed what it means to be successful what it means to be um to be humble to be living the life that I feel that God has called me to live and so my every day when I'm when I do what God tells me to do, I had a successful day. It's not necessarily how much money I made that day or necessarily how many people followed me or how many people like, like, that's just like, I went through that breaking experience. Like it's, it's a breaking experience. Like, okay, this is not what it is all about. Y'all, this is not what it's all about. So let's talk about what the opposite of, uh, let's talk about the opposite of pride um, the opposite of pride. So as you all know, pride is is something that is it goes against um, who God is in the way that uh, we have been manifesting it in the earth. <laughs> because I, just, I think it's okay to be prideful about Jesus and knowing that how amazing it is to walk with him. I think that's okay. But I don't think that is our pride is manifesting that way. Um, Jesus encompasses humility in the greatest form. He was the God creator. Um, God made flesh, walked among us in the earth, as in John states, uh, chapter one. But uh, he humbled himself enough to die for us in our sins. And he died so that we might live. Like, the great God who has all power, authority, all resources in his hands did not have to come down here and die a gruesome death so that we might have eternal life. Like that's a, that's a true love story. The humility that he had for us, the love that he had for us, the, the amount of humility that it took to even when he was in the desert, you know, the 40 days and 40 nights that the, the adversary, the devil tempted him. And the humility that it took to just not rise up at any moment and take it all, take it all back. Like literally like, I, do you know who I am? Like he talked about in Job, like he could have done that at any time, but no, he chose to walk our fleshly experience and to have this human experience with us and to die for us that we might have eternal life. Um, so the opposite of pride um, and the way the world is, is doing it. It's trust in God. Somebody said um, they were trying to, you know, they were at a, a church and they felt like the church leadership was not recognizing their gifts. And the, the lady had said, well, um, what do you do you think that you're humble 
or what do you think about humility? And he, and he responded, uh, do you, you know, kind of like, do you feel like I have a problem with humility? And the, the, she responded, the opposite of pride is trust in God. So his worry or concern about what they thought about him at his church was not, was not the issue. The issue was, was you, are you trusting God? Because is your pride keeping you from trusting in God? And that's, that's exactly what my story is all about. It's like, I feel like along the way I got to a point where, um, you know, I knew my value, my worth and what I could bring to the table. And that became like a thing. And I, and then when God wasn't moving or, or opening the doors or opportunities weren't happening, like I thought they should have, should happen. Um, my first question was, what is, what is, what's going on? Like what's going on? And I think that I stared away from trusting in God and his power and his anointing into trusting in my abilities or what I could bring to the table. And that was a humbling, I think that was a good man. That was a good while before the Lord just was like, let's stop that. He processed that out of me. Um, it was, it didn't feel good (laughs) y'all. good it didn't feel good it's that you know he he still you know I, I I still get shocked when people come to me and say things about me uh that they admire I'm just like who are you who are you looking at who are you talking about because I feel like I've I've been humbled to a point of just like saying knowing of a knowing that I am only here because of the Lord I am only doing what I am doing because of the Lord and any fruit that comes from this little tree is all God and his power and his mercy and grace over my life. So how is pride fed? Pride is fed by our own beliefs, our successes and our wins, usually other people, you know, how people like just tell you all this stuff. And sometimes people, I feel like people say things because they don't know how to be friend, I'll be a friend. So the only way I can be a friend is to tell you a whole bunch of stuff and pump you up and gas you up about yourself that may I may not really see on you or I may not really believe, but I just want to be your friend. So I just going to overwhelm you with compliments that and then when the recipient may go from like, you know, OK person to I'm all right. And it goes, you know, nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself, but like going from I'm all right to I'm that thing. Can't nobody beat me. You know, we, we had somebody recently, I'm not going to talk about the name, but somebody recently that was literally will say things like, hey, it can't happen, but without me, it's not going to happen. I am the only way that this is happening. I know we've heard that before from a few people, but every time somebody says that I'm, I'm like the only way, um, I, it has to come through me. The reason why this happened was because of me. I always cringe. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, that's so much pride. Like, who says that you are indisposable? Like, you know, and it's okay to have, again, confidence. And we're going to talk about that later. But it to, to, to only say that, you know, it, it can only happen through me is, a, is one of the highest signs of pride. It's the person is walking in pride. Um, so, uh, the other way that I think goes unnoticed that pride is fed and this might sound crazy, but rejection, I feel like rejection feeds pride because, um, there are some people, 
uh, process the rejection by by this attitude of, well, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them. I'm going to prove to every last person that they were wrong about me. I'm going to prove to every last person they were wrong. Like that, that I'm going to show you attitude can turn to an, an immense amount of pride and really derail your life because now your goal is to prove them wrong and your goal is to to show everybody instead of seeking God and to really like realigning yourself with where he is leading you. That may not look like proving them wrong. Like what if he leads you to a path where they halfway right, you know, are you still going to go or you going to be so bound in your proving them wrong that you are, you are walking, you are walking into a dangerous path that is, that is not an alignment with his will for you. Okay, so now that we talked about ways that pride is fed, let's talk about ways that you, how to humble yourself. How can you humble yourself? Number one is the realization that God is in control. That is the top way that you can humble yourself. Another way is to repent for being prideful. I mean, if you know that you have been prideful um, and you know that you have been walking around with like this, this I'm it type of type of person, like let's just before it has to happen in the physical, let's just do that now. Let's just say, okay, yeah, I've been kind of walking around with the huge, the biggest head ever because everybody tells me I'm great, you know, whatever. Let's just stop for a moment and let us, let, let's kind of like reset because you can be amazing. You can be great. But you also have to know who is making you amazing and who is making you great. It's just not yourself waking up in the morning doing it. You might say, yes, it is, girl. Yes, it is. No, no, no. Because all it takes is one incident. Like, God forbid somebody gets into an accident. What if it messes up your face? What if, God forbid, I literally don't want this to happen to anybody. But what if something happens that alters your life? Like you do not want to behold your, all of your trust and hope in you. So if when you relinquish that and say, you know what, I'm going to take this back and give it to the Lord, then it doesn't matter what happens in my life because he makes me great. He makes me power. So if my life shifts all of a sudden, I'm going to be great in that season. If my, if something happens to me, I'm going to be great in that, not because of me, but because of him moving through me and my submission to him and my submission to him. It doesn't matter what anybody else says or thinks my submission to him makes me great in him. Um, and then another way is to know your flaws and your weaknesses. Um, I like to say knowing your flaws and your weaknesses by identifying your strengths. So if you know where your strengths are, I highly suggest every I say I tell you guys this all the time, but take the strength finders test, the Clifton Strength Finders test, just Google Clifton Strength Finder um or you can get go to Amazon and get Strength Finders uh, te- uh book and the test you get the test for free if you get the book. If you don't want to get the book, you can also just take the test. I think it's like $15 or $25 or something like that. Anyway, it'll tell you your top five gifts and no two people have the same top five gifts. By identifying your top five gifts, you identify what you are not. That's why I love to tell people to identify your gifts because now you know who you are. You can say who you are not. And once you identify who you are not, then you won't try to be everything that you won't try to be everything or great at everything, knowing that some things are for you and some are not. 
and what God has for you is for you. So let's look at some scriptures behind humility that I really love. Um, here, I just want to pull it up. Um, so let's see here. I pulled up some, um, some scriptures that I really love about being humble and first Peter five and six, it says, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. That talks about timing. See, the reason why you want to be humble, um, also is because you can be great at something, but it's the wrong time. Oh, I have a testimony of that too. Doing something amazing, but at the wrong time, like I was telling you earlier, um, I just wasn't ready for what the the season that I was in. I wasn't ready for the what I was producing to come to me. I wasn't ready for it, so it it, it fell flat because I was totally not ready for it. So, it's all about timing. When you humble yourself, you're okay with things not popping right now. Like you okay if your Instagram ain't popping and you ain't got nothing to share every two every day. Oh look, surprise! You guys have a special announcement announcement tomorrow. Be sure to check out my next post. Like it's okay if you don't have that every day. It's okay to be not popping all the time. Because sometimes it's just not your time. And you could see in the earth, if you look around, who's popping and it's their time. And you could say, oh, they, they, that's, they was their time because that was nothing but God. The next one is Philippians 2 and 3. It says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than our, yourselves. This is at the core of who Jesus is. When we talk about being Christ-like or we talk about, I want to be more like Jesus, being humble. Uh, thinking of others before yourselves is literally at the core. So again, whatever you do, can you help somebody else? Like, um, can you give, can you serve other people and be of value in that way? Even if you're not seeing, even if it doesn't come back to you, knowing that you are sewing up gifts in heaven, that your gifts are being sewn in heaven, that this is, uh, God sees you, he knows you, he honors you when you do it in the right spirit. Uh, James four and six says, and he gives grace generously as the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. First Peter five and seven says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares for you. So you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry to try to make it happen or try to prove them wrong or try to be this or try to be that because give all your worries and cares because he cares about you and he's a good father. Uh, Philippians 2 and 4 says, don't look out for your own interests, but take interest in others too. See, I like that uh, Philippians 2, 4 says 2, T-O-O, because it's not saying that don't take interest in your own interests. Make sure you take care of your own, but make sure you take in, uh, interest in what others are doing too. Again, it's about serving, about helping, about being of value to them. First uh, Peter 5 and 5, in the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of your elders. And all of you, dress yourselves in humility as you relate. Uh, Ephesians 4 and 2 says, always be humble and gentle. Have you, heard somebody, have you ever met somebody who was humble, but they were not gentle? It almost looks weird. It's almost like it hurts. It's like, okay, are you okay? It looks like it's hurting to be humble. Like also be humble and gentle. Um, it, be patient with each other. Make allowances for each other's faults because of your love. This scripture was transformational to me because um, once I really like accepted the fact that people are going to fail you, it helped me so much more. It helped me to see that nobody's perfect. A, I knew that, but just knowing that, okay, this person 
might hurt my feelings or this person might say something that I don't like or they, they might do something that I don't like. But I have made allowance for that up front. That way it's not a, such a big deal when it actually happens. Um, and, I, and I can approach it with humility. Uh, Luke 18, 14 says, I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, return home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And it goes on to say, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. How much do you, I do not want to exalt myself because I feel like it's so limited in my little human capacity. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at me. No, I want God to exalt me. And the way that he does that is to humble myself and to follow him and to follow his word. An example of that, you know, is just doing what he says do. Sometimes I'll do something because I'm like, God told me to do it, but I won't even know what's on the other side of that obedience until I do it. It's a lot of times that has happened to me. I really believe that's the season I'm in right now. It's like blind radical obedience. I don't know what's on the other side of half of the things that he's telling me to do, but it is blind radical obedience and I am here for it. Um, let's see, what's, what was... Uh... Let's see, James 4, 7, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee, Philippians 2 and 5. You must have the same attitude that Jesus had. Mm. Lord, help us all with that one. All right, guys, so that's enough um, scripture. I'll, I'm, I have a ton more, but I'm just going to leave it at that. But I, um, I want to go to a question that I received and talk about what I, th my answer to this question. So somebody has said, what is the difference between humility and low self-esteem? Which is a great question when talking about humility, because I hear people that, <laughs> uh, that look very prideful talk about how they're just walking in, uh, confidence. And I, I think for me, when it comes to the word to be humble. I feel like you are encompassing the very heart of God and it's life-giving and it's encouraging, inspirational, it's empowering. Um, the core of it is, is to empower, encourage, and to help other people and to serve other people and to be of value to them. Um, and, and it's life-giving, right? So when somebody is prideful and their pride is hurting other people and their pride is, is, is with making a withdrawal, you can feel that in spirit, like it's making a withdrawal, not because of them, but because of how their, their delivery of it, um, not because of the recipients, but because of how they deliver it. it like, uh, pride is not confidence. Um, let's talk about low self-esteem. So again, humility is all encompassing of Jesus. Like it's, it's, it's who Jesus is. It's walking like Jesus walked. Jesus didn't walk with low self-esteem. Jesus walked with tons of confidence, but humble confidence. Like knowing who he is, the, the, the core of humility is knowing who you are and knowing who you are not and knowing where your strength comes. And so um, low self-esteem is extremely, um, it's like a cancer that eats away at a person's identity. It eats away at their vision, eats away at the will of God over their life. It eats away at their purpose and God's plan for them. Because what low self-esteem does is it robs you of your boldness. It robs you of the, the confidence to walk in what you may not see. It robs you of your faith. Because when you have low self-esteem, a lot of times you constantly talk down on yourself. And you talk against what the word of God says about you. So people with low self-esteem will say, I'm not this or I'm not that. 
I'm not, you know, trying to be this and I'm not trying to be that. And what if what if that's what you're supposed to do? Don't talk against it. It's not saying you have to go out there and say, yes, I am this or yes, I am that. But you don't have to say what you are, what what is not like like low self-esteem is detrimental to you. And it also is the very core, the seed. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't say core, but I would say the seed to depression. So usually depression starts off with low self-esteem and as, as a seed of people just feeling down upon themselves and that low self-esteem grows over time as they see other people around them prospering, they start to compare their situation to the others. Um, but feeling stuck and unable to get out of it. So there, again, there are difference between humility and low self-esteem. You can walk in confidence and be humble like Jesus did, knowing who you are and knowing who you are not. But then low self-esteem is talking against you and degrading yourself to a point where you are, you are stuck, you are stagnant, you are not moving, you are unable to prosper. Your fruit is being, uh, your fruit you're not producing fruit for God and you're unable to move forward. So that's where, in my opinion, the difference between uh, humility and low self-esteem based upon um, what I believe the word of God is saying. So that's our topic for today. I just want to let you guys know that um, I'm going to be doing these Blooming in Process podcasts as God gives them to me. Um, and try to be more consistent, but if you can share this with somebody that you, you know, on your social media page, I'm still giving away $10 Amazon gift cards. If you share a podcast with somebody, just tag me at doing life with Bridget. Um, you can also, uh, rate the show, comment on the show that will also help our show as well. And just share it with whoever you feel that needs a encouraging podcast to listen to, to encourage them as they walk in their lives. I hope this blessed you. I will see you guys soon.